0: Whatever we have heard, done at Capernaum, do also here in your hometown. Luke 4.23 Dear God, everything you do is good. Thank you that you came to help us see your truth and to be free in you. You came to do great things in our hearts, in our lives. So help us to listen to you and obey you no matter what. Please teach us more about who you are in today's story so we can be more like you. You are so good, and we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests, with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more. All with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. Jesus and His Ministry In our last story, we saw Jesus speaking with a Samaritan woman on his way to Galilee. And gave her living water. In this story, Jesus will arrive in Galilee and begin his ministry of preaching and healing, and even return to teach in his hometown of Nazareth, as inspired by the Gospels.
0: Well, hi, it's Julianne Thompson, guest hosting for Julia Jeffress Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I am so happy you're here today. In this story, we get to hear what happens when Jesus goes to visit his friends at home and how they were surprised and not very happy to hear what he said.
1: Well, let's jump in. Jesus went to Galilee when he found out that John the Baptist had been thrown into prison. Jesus arrived and taught the people. The people in Galilee welcomed him and saw everything he had done during the Passover festival in Jerusalem. He then visited Cana, the place where he had turned water into wine, and a royal official was there who had a very sick son. So he begged Jesus to heal his son because he was dying. Jesus said, "'You people do not believe unless you see signs and wonders.'" the man asked him to please come before his son dies. Jesus said, go and he will live. The man headed back home and ran into one of his servants on the way. The servant told him that the boy was fine and it was in the afternoon that the fever went away. The man realized his son was healed at the same time Jesus told him his son would be healed. So he and his family believed that was the second sign that Jesus performed after coming to Galilee. He moved away from Nazareth and decided to live in Capernaum, which fulfilled what Isaiah had prophesied. Jesus started to preach and said, Everyone needs to confess their sins, for the kingdom of heaven is coming soon. News spread as Jesus was teaching in synagogues, and one Sabbath, he was in the synagogue of his hometown of Nazareth. Everyone listened to him and enjoyed his teachings. On Sabbath, Jesus read from the scroll of Isaiah, and it said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus handed the scroll to someone in the synagogue and sat with the people. He said to them, The scripture has been fulfilled today as you were listening. Everyone asked, Isn't he Joseph's son? Jesus said to them, You want me to perform miracles here in my hometown like I have in other places but no prophet is accepted in their own hometown. When Elijah was here, God sent him to a Gentile widow. There were many sick with leprosy in Israel, but Elisha was only sent to heal one, another Gentile, Naaman. All the people were very mad when they heard this. They made him leave town and tried to throw him off a cliff. But Jesus walked through the crowd and left. Old neighbors? An
0: angry mob? And Jesus almost going over a cliff? Whoa! Today's story had a lot going on. But every story about Jesus tells us something about God. So let's see what this story tells us. Jesus had been doing a lot of unexpected things, hasn't he? Between Jerusalem, Samaria, and Galilee, he's been bending a lot of rules. Now, you know the world we live in has physical rules, right? Like gravity. Gravity is what makes things fall to the ground, not stay up in the air when you drop them. And because things always fall when you drop them, we call this the law of gravity. Well, when Jesus was doing miracles, he was bending physical laws. It was like super science. But since he made the world, he knew how to do it. When he turned water into wine, he just switched all the molecules around. And when he healed people, like the royal official son, he probably told all those germs causing that fever just to get on out of there. To the people, all this bending of physical rules looked like miracles, and they loved it. It made everyone excited to be around him. They wanted to see Jesus do cool tricks or fix all their problems. But is that why Jesus came? No! Jesus also started bending social rules. Now, you know that our cultures have social rules, right? Like manners. They make people say, bless you, when you sneeze or keep your mouth closed when you chew. There are other social rules too, and they're what make our communities work the way they do. Well, when Jesus did things like speaking to the Samaritan woman or calling regular guys, not super religious guys, to be his followers, Jesus was bending social rules. Nobody expected him to love the people no one else even liked or respected the ones everybody else laughed at. But since he made those people, he couldn't help but love them. The people weren't sure what to think about this, especially in Jesus's hometown of Nazareth. When he came home to visit, all the people who had known him since he was a little boy had heard what he'd done in Canaan and Galilee. And they probably expected him to bend a few rules and do them some special favors. Hey Jesus, we go way back. I've got this crick in my neck. Can can you do something about that? Hey Jesus, I'd love to have you over for dinner, but I haven't been able to go to the market. Can, Can you bring the wine? And like many, many people, they have wanted to see Jesus do tricks or fix all their problems. But is that why Jesus came? No. Jesus had actually come to break religious rules, and that's what he told everybody in the synagogue that day. When he read the scroll, he applied Isaiah's words to himself. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, Jesus, because he anointed me, Jesus, to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me, Jesus, to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You see, all of Jesus's rule breaking was so that everyone could hear God's good news and see God's truth and experience God's freedom. Rules would never again keep anybody out of God's favor. But no one would get special treatment to get into God's favor either. Not the Jews, not the religious people, not even people from Nazareth who went way back with Jesus. But he wouldn't do tricks or fix all their problems because he wanted to give them so much more. Something new and unexpected was happening. No matter who you were, everybody now welcome in God's kingdom. And everyone would get into it the same way through Jesus. That's why he came. I am so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to hear how Jesus told his followers to do something funny. To go fishing for people. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Can't get enough of our podcast? Stay tuned for new adventures by subscribing to Kids Bible in a Year, your companion and exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening to Pray.com Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.